I've totally lost track of weather, seasons, outdoors, indoors. But am I crazy or is it like 38 degrees outside now in the middle of May, Nick? It was funny because I, I saw it was warmer on Christmas than it was on Mother's Day or something like that. Did you, did you see that? Or yeah. at least at least Christmas weekend or whatever it was colder on Mother's Day weekend. That um, seems very reasonable. I don't know if you remember back to our freshman year at Syracuse University. Uh, dating us a little bit, 1996, I believe, right? Was it? Or 97? Yes, it was 1996. Well, 97 by the time um, May rolled around for yes. Mother's Day. Yes, 97 it, by the time uh, May rolled around. It snowed. It snowed on Mother's Day. Snowed on Mother's Day in Syracuse University. So, I remember speaking to... So, we're to used a, to it. Yeah. I've been, say, listen, I've been saying this forever. The spring down here sucks. It is the worst time of year uh, because what happens is you got cabin fever and the weather's still not great. And even if it's sunny, it could be windy, uh, you know, and it rains a ton. Uh, <laughs> the fall is the best, followed by the summer, then the winter, and then spring. Dead Last. DFL. <laughs> DFL. Yes. There's nothing better not than a good old DFL. Imagine that most springs there is there, there's so much to do in the spring. It just like graduations and confirmations and first communions and for some reason it seems like 80 percent of the population was born in may i don't know how that <laughs> happened <laughs> but I, right it's very true. mother's day nope. or as i call it every other freaking day <laughs> now, now the mother's day let me get this let, 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 let me just clarify mother's day is great for your mother right Yes. But somehow it seems like wives have adopted it. It's it's more of like, you know, a day where you have to do, I'm painting underneath the sink. Yeah, but I'm doing the mulch. But I'm she's doing the, the mother of your children. <laughs> I, know. I know, but I just say it's Mother's Day. It's about should be about your mother, right? Oh, so you should get out of doing anything. You should just focus on your mother. And oh, she should I focus should take on her my mother. mom out to you take your mom out to lunch. Yeah, it's Grandmother's Day. It's Once Mother's you have, day. yeah, that's Grandmother's why is Day. It, why did it develop into it's the day where I have to do all of this crap that I don't want to do? That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> the opposite of Father's Day. Father's Day and my birthday are usually the same day or frequently the same yeah, day. Yeah, you so. got so screwed with that. It is insane. Yeah, that's like having your birthday on Christmas. It's like, why am I sharing a birthday with Jesus? How am I supposed to compete with that? Because I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm down to like two days. Like she's got 363 days, and I got two: my birthday and Father's Day. Yeah, that makes they're sense. A month, they're a month apart, so it's a very happy time of year. 
Uh, but uh, I like it. All right. Well, I'll start you off with a uh, uh, a question relevant to the conversation, if that even was a conversation. Uh, Nick, what is the first day of summer 2020 within two days? The official June? first day of real summer. June 21st. You got it. It's within two days. June 20th is the correct. Okay. That's what I was between June 20th and June 21st, but I knew it wasn't. You know, but that's excellent. Outside that's a, of that, that's an excellent. Outside of that, today. that's an excellent knowledge of the uh, of the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> yes, isn't that I what we are, Gregorian? We are. Yeah, we're on the Gregorian calendar. Not not the named uh, after uh, uh, Pope Gregory. Ca- yeah, Pope Gregory. Right, he got the Gregorian, but no, we're not uh, the Julian calendar named after Julius Caesar. We do not use. It's weird, though, because we didn't change the name of the months, so they're all screwed up because of that Julian calendar. We kept, you know, like December is the 12th month and not the 10th month. That's a good That's point. why October is the 10th month, not the 8th month. You know, it's all that's all from that Julian calendar. We, why we, we do you never... park in a driveway and drive in a parkway? <laughs> some some good Seinfeld movie. You caught uh, Jerry's, Jerry's new uh, stand-up special? Yeah, I saw that it was up. I'm actually excited to watch it. Even though I'm not the biggest Jerry fan, I mean, I, I'm. How is it? You know, fifty-fifty. Like, okay. So I would say like ha- half of the stuff is there's some real funny bits, and then half of it's kind of like, you know, you're watching a guy in his mid sixties give you some sticky Catskillish humor. You know what I mean? I was waiting for Jackie Mason to walk out and go, Jerry, yeah, like- you've come a long way. I know Jerry's an old timer, but after watching Larry David make Curb, it's very clear to me that the humor that I like is Larry <laughs> comes from Larry G- David. Yes, yes. No question. Yes. The dark, sick, just what's wrong yes. with humanity humor is yes. definitely Larry. <laughs> All the stuff I like. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no yeah. question. I, I see a little bit of Jerry in that. Like he, he there's there's some of him that goes back and forth to that. And he definitely well, I, I, you I, will see. Here's something that you got to look for. You will notice influences of Sebastian Maniscalco all over this routine. They're apparently Jerry very was good influenced friends now. by Sebastian. Yes. There's points where I almost felt like I saw him wanting to talk like Sebastian and making an observation. You know, you can't get your feet off the table. All right, what that's that's, that's interesting. With you? That's interesting. Yeah, you're gonna see it. Like you'll notice what I'm saying, and he, he like backs off, but you could tell that there's he he hangs around with him. They're friends now. They're good friends. So, oh, and I got uh, I I got uh, uh, you know how uh, Mike Young does those uh, Instagram things live. So last night uh, E was on from Entourage, who's who directed his new show, which you can get on the Ficto app. F I C T O. It's called. Uh, Mike Young. Who the F is Mike Young? I think that's the name of the show. Anyway. Is that really considered a show if I have to get it off the Ficto app? Yeah, well, Ficto is like trying to be trying to be like Netflix. Well, Snoop Dogg's got a show coming on there next month. So I I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what's a a station anymore? You know what I I, mean? All right. So this is what I'm down to. Uh, Cable. Right. Netflix. Amazon. And then I'll even let Hulu in, I guess. Does Hulu do programming? Yes. Yeah. I think you got to be on one. If you're on one of those, like once I have to go deeper than those, right? But like, well, if Comedy Cent- Comedy Central has an app, so that's not good for you. That doesn't work. You know, TBS uh, no, has an app. Comedy, TNT has Comedy an app. Central. 
isn't Comedy Central broadcast on over cable though? Yes, right? it is. So you're right, saying so everyone that, over cable counts? Yes. Right. Yes. They're they're on cable in certain markets, I guess, as a channel. So I don't know. It's like what was the um, what was the thing that Jerry did on uh, that uh, comedian driving with cars? With cars? Yeah, uh, comedians of cars getting coffee. It yeah, it was just when, when on origin- Sony, like broadcast stream. Uh, That's all it was. It was on Sony, and then it was on the Crackle app, which was owned by Sony. That's what it was. But I was like, it, once I got to go to Crackle, I'm out. Okay, and it, it's, <laughs> it's the killing same thing. me. It's killing me on this uh, Karate Kid. Season two, right? I haven't seen. Yeah, because they're on, you know, YouTube Red. Red, 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 right. Red. Right? No, Red Tube is very different, Nick. If you go to Red Tube looking for Karate Kid, you're gonna be. I'm gonna first. be disappointed. <laughs> Not disappointed necessarily, just shocked with what you're seeing. It is nothing Karate Kid related. Does it have anything to do you. with China? Nope. <laughs> it has everything to do with naked women. Um. Oh, it's a porn. It is a pornography website. Site. Yes, adult films. I love how <laughs> they were like able any to word perpetuate by adult tube film. trouble. Yeah, basically, that's what I say. Any- Instead of you, <laughs> anything except you, tube, you're you're pretty much headed in the wrong direction. Um, all right, I'm so sure. give me your first question Spelling since you. since you nailed mine. All right, we're going. Uh, we always talk about general knowledge, mixing two different things and put it into one question, and this time. I know you're an expert in the casino business. Allegedly. But let's see how you are with uh, cars. What car model shares its name with a casino in Vegas? What car model shares its the name Monte with Carlo? Vegas? Ooh, is that a casino in Vegas? Sure. Of course it is. Then you are correct. <laughs> there is definitely a Monte Carlo car. Oh, yeah. 100%. That was not the answer that I had. So then you got more than one. This might not have been the most researched uh, question. <laughs> Clearly not, because I came up with a different <laughs> answer immediately. I'm not sure the Monte Carlo is particularly popular anymore, but that's that's a different story. I think you I've just need to parked, add the... I've got one parked two houses away from me. A Monte Carlo? That's, yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey, folks. Um, I, was looking for the, I was looking for the Mitsubishi... Oh, the Mirage... The Mirage. There's yes. probably a bunch of them, so we we should think about that. You know, yes. because you've got the uh, Tesla Circus Circus, which is the name of Musk's kid. So you know that probably fits. <laughs> he was on Rogan. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Did you hear him? I'm not. Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. Rogan. Rogan just, uh, by the way, just started to get into his podcast. I've started to listen to his podcast a little bit. So. So I, I he. Did you hear that he was planning on suing the state of California? Sounds great. Makes for the sense. for the shut because of the shutdown. Of course, makes sense to me. He he is not a fan of the shutdown. Of course, he isn't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, you know who's a fan of this? Who, who's out there going? This is good. Well, I think he's this I think he's good. bringing up the numbers and he's saying, listen, hey, you know, it's as clear as... that this is lethal to the you know people who are. Elderly, elderly, but for the rest of us, this is a bad cold, and why are we being subject to what is um, economic pressures? Well, I mean, look, eight thousand people die in the United States of America every day, on average. Eight thousand, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it's that's a lot of people. 
in the same amount right, of but time. When you're dealing with 330 million people, numbers just sound, you know, it's hard to wrap your head around. Right. Well, and it's there's none of this that's good. There's just nothing good. But I don't think suing people is going to make it better. Like the courts aren't exactly a valuable asset in terms of getting things done, expediting. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Suing the state of California. Right. <laughs> run by that. run by people appointed. Did from, I tell you the, the story about my uh, my father-in-law who got pulled over in California? Did I tell you this story? No. Okay, so. Uh, let's see, probably around, you know, sometime around Christmas time, he was telling me this story about he spends, you know, three or four months out in California every year. Okay. And he usually goes out around, he, he's like the opposite of a, I mean, he goes to Florida for three months in the winter, but in the summer when we're all here enjoying South Jersey, he goes to California and spends the summer from like Memorial day to October out there. So anyway, he, Christmas time issue. He was, you know, he was here and he says, uh, yeah, you know, I got pulled over. Cop pulled me over out in California because I rolled uh, through a stop sign and I couldn't see the oncoming traffic because, you know, the, the car was blocking the street. So I said this to the cop and he said, all right, you know, all right, well, I'll see you in court. And I was like, oh, OK, so so what happened? And he goes, no, I haven't gone yet. And I was like, Oh, you didn't go yet? And he goes, uh, no, it's scheduled for like next July and I'll be out there. So I was like, wait a second. The court system is so backed up that if you roll through a stop sign, <laughs> your court date <laughs> is 12 months later. <laughs> Seems about right. What happened on that day, sir? I Listen, you're asking me what happened 12 months ago when I rolled through a stop a sign. Cop. Uh, 12 months I'm a after grandparent. I rolled through a what stop are you talking sign? about? I don't remember what I had <laughs> for <laughs> breakfast yesterday, Nick. How am I supposed to? Re- I'm still dealing with a court case from the car accident I had in my last car because that woman sued and it's all being handled through insurance. And she was like a 95 year old woman that ran two red lights and totaled my car. And she had the nerve to sue me. She so, sued you? Yeah, she sued me. <laughs> After she totaled your car? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the thing and about the insurance it, she, company just gave you the money for your car, right? Right. That's yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, I have the, I had to go to, uh, you know, a deposition and remember, and they're asking me, you know, can you remember what happened that day? I was like, bro, that was four How and a half years ago. Was that? Four and a half years ago. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Dude, this court system, they, they really just tear it down, start over again. Healthcare yeah. and the courts, man, it is, is uh, just. Well, I don't think it's what our forefathers uh, had in mind. This is a good one uh, to lead into that, so I'm going to ask you a question. Did you ask me anything yet? You haven't asked me anything, have you? I did. I asked oh, yes, you a question yes, you did. You did. about Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, that's right, because I said uh, Monte Carlo. Uh, okay, according to Groucho Marx, what begins with an F ends with a K, and if you don't get one, you got to use your hand. That's is right. this a trick question? Sure is not. It's a great, one of the all-time great jokes. Groucho Marx on life. It begins with ends an F, it ends with a K, and if you don't get one, you gotta use your hand. Uh, the fork. You got it, Nick. A fork. Begins with an F, ends in a K. <laughs> and if you don't get one, you gotta use your hand. 
That's a legendary joke from Groucho Marx. That's edgy. Ed, from, a little, for, for, a edgy for you, Drew. From Groucho Marx? <laughs> from you, it was, I know, but it's edgy in 1920. I mean, you know. So. All right, I got a bonus question for you here. A chance for 20 points. Um, I will tell you, this fits into the style of should be an easy 10 for people and good luck getting 20. That kind of yep. thing. Love those. So as you mentioned, we've been uh, yeah, we've been friends for over 20 years. But one thing we have oh never done. Get, <laughs> one, thing, <laughs> one thing we have never done together. Uh, is play Scrabble. No, that has not happened. <laughs> is that is I know that, is that something? Fact. But is that something missing from our lives? Have we talked well, about? I will say I played Scrabble one time. I, I'm a big fan of board games. I love playing games. I'm very competitive. I played Scrabble one time with my wife before we were married. And I lost so bad, I was like, I'm never playing this game again. Yeah, my daughter likes Scrabble. She plays I with hate my, it. my mom. I feel like it's like work. I can't I like stand it. Work. Yeah, I do not yeah. like the game. Cannot stand it. So here is your question. Okay. Three to get 10 points, all five earns you 20. What are the highest scoring letters in Scrabble? All right, so you got to assume that like X, Y, Z. All right, so I'll tell you right now, you got two out of three. Right. Okay, so Y, y is, the one. is not on there. Not on that list. Okay, so W? Not on there. Be careful. You got one guest left. Uh-oh. Okay, so X, Y. Q. There's an obvious Q. One. Yeah, you got it. That's it. You Q. got it. Yep. All right, what's the other one? Are there two? They're tough. The other two are tough. J? Huh. Wouldn't have known that. Nope. And K? Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know Scrabble. I'm not a Scrabble guy. I I like Monopoly. I live on the Monopoly board. I like Monopoly. I wish there was a way to speed it up. I I play Monopoly with my kids. It never ends. It's a game that never ends. Just never ends. I never get through a full game. There needs to be. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a couple hours easy. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's. You want to move to sports? Uh, Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, I've got a couple of good ones for you, actually. This is a, a couple of great awesome. ones. All right, so this one, uh, Nick, Jackie Robinson, everybody knows him, broke the color barrier, number 42, retired across Let's baseball uh, in the National League. But what Cleveland Indian broke the color barrier in the American League and was the second African-American to play in the major leagues? Larry. Larry. That's his first name. Adobe. <laughs> yes, you got it. All right. <laughs> Nick's all over it. Way to go. Larry. Talk about a guy that's like, you know, just overlooked. One guy too late. He was one guy. <laughs> he just overlooked. Late. You know what I mean? Nobody's rushing to... Yeah. Of baseball. I wonder what Way his more temperament people know was like. Buzz Aldrin than Larry Doby. Trust me. Well, Buzz Aldrin is legendarily... Ornery oh, and hard, uh, hard to get along with. So, <laughs> didn't he punch some know. guy in the face for saying the moon landing didn't happen? That's the best. Yeah. I like that he, response though. That makes me feel like it did happen. 
<laughs> so yeah. you, you know who does a great routine about the moon landing, dude? Norm MacDonald has this bit about the moon landing. He's like, how about the fact that there was a third guy on the moon and they got all the way to the moon, this Tom Collins, right? And he Michael. wasn't and Michael Collins, right. And he wasn't allowed out of the pod. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, you get all imagine. the way to the moon and you gotta sit in there and you're watching. And he looks out the window, he's like, What are these two assholes golfing? They're golfing out there? <laughs> like, can you even imagine? Well, I don't think that was the same. Was that the same trip? Yes. I don't, that yes. wasn't the same trip. It was the same trip. No, no. Buzz and Neil didn't play golf. doesn't that matter. I know, but it was. But, it, but it that's is. funny. <laughs> that's no, no, what yeah. makes the routine. The, the, the fact that you're 20 feet away from the moon. Right. You're you can't not even go out on the moon. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Seems terribly, terribly cruel. Um, all right. So like you got you nailed Larry Doby. Let's do uh, throw throw one back at me. All right, not including championships that were won by the Boston Celtics. So just throw the 11. out all, and all, the 11 in a row and the, or the 11 Russell and then all the Yeah, okay. just any any Boston Celtics championship has to be removed from this question it's because like a Yankees many, question, right? All right. Who uh, what NBA player has won the most championships? If you exclude all Celtics <laughs> Big shot Bob. You got it. Robert. You want extra 10 points if you can name the three teams he won with? I can name the three teams he won with. The San Antonio Spurs, the Los Angeles Lakers, and Houston Rockets. You got it. Big shot, All Bob. Over. 1991 NBA draft, I believe. Uh, end of the round. More There's... titles than Jordan. Yeah. They do. And you know what? Big shot, Bob has the nickname Big Shot Bob. And you know why? <laughs> he got some of those titles. He won some of those titles. It wasn't, you know, he was no Michael Jordan, but he was Big Shot Bob. I I would probably want him shooting the last shot more than any other player I can <laughs> As, think of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can remember a couple with the Lakers. Uh, I can remember one with the Spurs. Yep. I don't really remember him on those Rockets teams, but, I mean, obviously he was there. Yeah, uh, it's, you uh, would be able to speak more of those Rockets teams than me, but I, he, I don't he was young, so he was there on the '94 and '95 championship teams, and he was in his fourth and fifth season respectively. So he was mm-hmm. a young, he was a young player, but uh, was he an impact player on those teams though? Like uh, six man, he played, he played. Okay, uh, you know, I could I could tell you if you want me to look up what he you know what he averaged and whatever else, but I don't remember him being. That team, I remember being very much about Akeem Olajuwon up front, um, uh, a a really nasty uh, power forward named Otis Thorpe. If you remember Otis Thorpe, it's a good old basketball name. And vaguely speaking, Sam Cassell, I think, was on uh, on that Houston team. Um, so that's a good looking man, huh? It's either a very ugly man or a very handsome alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You're looking at it the wrong way. On a different planet, <laughs> he could be considered exceptionally pretty. You know what I mean? Like yes. on the planet Meldor or wherever that's from. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, yeah, he was there. Sam Cassell for sure. Uh, yeah. Matt Bullard. Oh, did I hate him? My God, did I hate him? Just that, like a six foot ten white guy whose only value in the world is to shoot three pointers. And make them. Oh, and they had Kenny Smith. Uh, that was the backcourt, Cassell and Smith. Yep. But that was the t- yeah. Gosh, man, when so, you think of the 
when you think of the rosters of the teams that won championships, so you're talking, you know, Magic and Kareem and, and Worthy, or th- those Celtics teams with Bird, McHale, Walton, and then it's like that Houston team, you know, obviously the Bulls, maybe the greatest nothing team ever. Nothing close to it. This is nothing And then you've got that it. Rockets team where it's Hakeem and Sam Cassell, and they won a title. They won two titles. They won back to back titles. They beat the Knicks and they beat the Knicks in seven and then swept the Magic the year the Magic beat Chicago. Um so to answer your question, so Ori's first year was ninety two, right? Ninety three, ninety four season, he averaged ten points, ninety four, ninety five, ten points, ninety five, ninety six, twelve points. How many minutes? Uh Let's see, 29, 29, 32, 37. Wow, so, I mean, there's 37 minutes. That's Jeez. full game. Yeah, it's a 12-point yeah, score. That's a starter. So like he's, right, but he, those were his best years. <laughs> like, if you if you look at his points per game, uh, he, he didn't average, uh, you know, he, he basically did nothing in, in – uh, in points per game for the rest of his career. His average was like seven or eight yeah, points. He was never playing those kind of minutes. No, he doesn't play minutes. He just comes right. in, hits you two huge shots, and goes away. Plays forever that way. Crazy. That's amazing. He's a weird statistical anomaly. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's hard to say he got lucky into seven championships, though. I mean, there must be something there. No, clearly like not. You, said, you don't get lucky the, winning seven championships. The nickname Big Shot Bobby, you know, some people, they just, under pressure... Uh, are one. able to. Uh, this has know? been lining up for me all day. All my questions are fitting right into what we're talking about somehow. Um, so here's here's your sports question back, Nick. What NBA team had the number one overall pick in the 1991 draft and the number two overall pick in the 1992 draft? All right. So this team picked number one overall in 91 and number two overall in 92. Correct. And I'll tell you, 92 is the Shaq year. That gives you any frame of reference. Oh, so you're just handing it to me. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you're telling me. Uh, So it's the Orlando Magic. No. Oh, it's the Shaq year and they pick second. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. That's why I was not handing it to you. All right. I think I still got this. Yep. I I feel very confident in my answer here. Okay. 91, right? They had the first pick in 91. You got it. That sounds like Larry Johnson to me. Sure was. Graham. The Charlotte Hornets. You got it. Number two overall pick in 92. Who who was it after Shaq? So who went after Shaq? Boy, there's a little bit of a drop-off after Shaq. Hall of Famer. It's a Hall of Famer? Hall of Famer. My favorite player growing up. Tracy McGrady? hate Tracy McGrady. No, I actually decided recently over this whole trip that I'm renouncing my allegiance to the New York Knicks and uh, I'm full on the Charlotte Hornets bandwagon. That's my team. I'm I'm all about the Pelicans, baby. Good. I love the Pelicans. My three favorite players in the NBA are all on the same team. See, I liked the Hornets in the early 90s even before I got super into the Knicks because they drafted this guy number two overall and he was my favorite college player. I've told you stories about him. A Hall of Famer for the Charlotte Hornets taking number two overall in 1992. Yes, and imagine... Uh, Why am I drawing a complete blank? 
and imagine a a five foot little white kid from the suburbs being sent on an airplane with three seven foot gentlemen being seated in the same row. <laughs> you had to you had to fly on a company minor back then, so they were like, you, we put you in the front row, and uh, the front row had the most leg room, so they put these three gentlemen, a very very large elderly gentleman, and uh, two gigantic seven footers, and then me. So I I just can't believe that Shaq and one of these guys went back to back, and it doesn't ring. So is it Matumbo? No. It is not. He went, I think, one year later, but he was in that row. Alonzo? You got it. Alonzo Morning. Shaq and Alonzo Morning went back to back? Yep. Boy, I'm shocked I didn't know that. Absolutely. Pick yeah, number Matumbo one. because went to the Hawks, right? Correct. Yeah. Pick yeah. The 1992 NBA draft. Uh, obviously, the Magic went one. Number two, Charlotte Hornets, Alonzo Mourning from Georgetown University. Number three, Minnesota Timberwolves take Christian Leitner from Duke University. There was a little bit of a drop-off there. That's where the drop-off was. <laughs> yes. Jim Jackson from Ohio State, spoke- Lafonso Ellis from Notre Dame, Tom Gugliotta from NC State, and then my favorite player growing up, my my literal favorite player growing up who went in that draft and the weirdest part about it is, like, so morning I, I worship because I sat next to him, but I like this guy even more. University of Maryland, seventh pick overall. Got a name? Mm. Nicknamed the Wizard. Too early for Stevie Francis. Yes, too early for Stevie Francis. Walt Williams. Oh, no chance. Love Walt Williams. That was, oh, man. But, uh, it, you know, Georgetown and Maryland in fair disclosure, were not in the same division. So they didn't play very frequently in, in those days. So I liked both teams quite a bit. And I was from that area. So, <clears throat> but yeah, so. And then uh, Robert Ory was the 11th pick that year. Yeah, well, that's why I was able to root for Duke and Syracuse at the same time, and then they ended up getting in the same conference. Yeah, and but Maryland left we as soon as they came in. <laughs> Big East and ACC. Right, Maryland yeah. left to the Big Ten as soon as Syracuse came into the ACC. So I was like, oh, yeah. thanks. Well, that makes it a little bit better for me. But no, I remember those were the years I really I followed still the can't, I still can't get over the fact that Maryland is in the Big Ten. Does, does, does that uh, seem terrible. right to you? Like Rutgers, yeah, too, right? with Rutgers. It's, it makes no yeah, sense. Like, how, how, and Nebraska. And Nebraska. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> random, right? Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> it's just, just awful. All right. Uh, what do you got for me? You want to hit me? Two for some? 10. All three for 20. Name the three NFL coaches with the most wins in history. Head coaching wins. Two for 10, all three for 20. Name the three coaches in the NFL with the most career. So number one, RIP to a legend, uh, Don Shula. And Well, good for you having the respect with an RIP because I thought you were not a fan of Mr. Shula. No, not quite quite the contrary. I, I He was one of those. You, you know what it was? Uh Give you a great analogy. It was like um, uh, it was like the gangs of New York for me. Remember how like uh, the priest and uh, Bill the butcher, even though they hated each other, with like had mutual respect pet. for each other. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That that's how I viewed Don Shula. I, I I had nothing but respect for him. 
and I dealt him the greatest blow of his professional career. So I always had that over him, <laughs> no matter how good he was with everything else. So we we still gave him the worst loss of his life, and we got him fired from Baltimore. And it doesn't still piss you off every time, though. The last team gets their first loss of the season, and then they shoot to the seventy-two Dolphins who are celebrating. No, because most of those guys are dead now. For starters, second. <laughs> yeah, well, now the racket. Now right, the racket. Right. So you're getting racked so, up. So that's for starters. And second starting, of all, yeah, it used to it used to suck back in the '80s watching Deerdorf toast with his buddies. Right, Deerdorf can't lift a glass to toast now. So it's not so. not. He's not going outside to toast. He's going to get Corona and die. So no. I I I, I do not. Oh, that's a good way it. to look at it, Joe. Yeah. Um, but but here's what I will say. I met Don Shula. Uh, I stayed at his uh, hotel and golf course in Florida with my father. And we went on a very random trip, uh, middle of the week. Uh, I forgot why we were even doing that. It was like on a drive back. And the place was virtually empty. So we went to the breakfast place inside the hotel. And I said, Dad, do you think we'll get to meet Don Shula? He's like, listen, this is his hotel, but he doesn't just come here. (laughs) You know what I mean? He owns the the course and whatever else, but he doesn't just come here. So we walk in. There's literally nobody in there eating breakfast, okay? Uh, and uh, I'm maybe 11 or 12. Um, I could probably pinpoint the year. Let's see. I was 13. So 13 or 14, okay? So um, uh, we, we, we go there, you know, to the breakfast buffet, and I say to the waitress, hey, does uh, Mr. Shula ever come in here to eat? And she goes, honey, he's right over there in the corner. And sure enough, the only other person in the restaurant was Don Shula alone with the New York Times reading the New York Times, just in his own hotel restaurant. Huh. So my dad and I went up to him, totally starstruck, and uh, uh, I said, uh, Mr. Shula, it's such an honor to meet you. I'm a huge NFL fan, like, you know, uh, legendary. It's just it's just such an honor to meet you. It's like, oh, so, you know, so nice to me. And then my father who's done this twice to me in my lifetime, once with the Los Angeles Raiders in the airport of Newark Airport, and and then with Mr. Shula goes, you know, my son's a Jet fan. With like a huge, like like a shit-eating grin on his face that he just sold me out. And it was the year the Jets knocked the Dolphins out of the playoffs by going 8-8 and and beating them in Miami the last game of uh, the regular season. I remember remember that field goal ever by Raul Allegre. And I just remember, you know, going berserk on one leg on Raul Allegre. And, and so he goes, yeah, well, they gave us some tough battles. Thanks, son. Nice meeting you. And then went right back down. So it was like the warmest start to a meeting into the coldest turn. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You had to mention that. We're in Florida. He didn't ask. I'm not wearing any jet stuff. You could have said the Redskins. I like them, too. Well, is it? Is it without doubt and without question we can say that Shula's Steakhouse is the best restaurant oh. that is endorsed by a celebrity? No question. Right? I uh, you, Absolutely. What about Tim Hortons? I, you put your name on a restaurant, I'm, joking, I'm out. I'm I mean, I have no interest in going anywhere like Farves. No <laughs> you know what I mean? Aaron Rodgers. Shula's Steakhouse. Chad Ochocinco's Taco story. Shack. Yeah, sh- uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> I'm, out, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Tim Horton. Uh, there was that place. There was that chicken and waffle place in uh, Atlanta, though. That was good. What was that place called? 
Was it Patty LaBelle's or something? <laughs> Patty's? Chicken and Waffle? Oh, yeah. Patty LaBelle's Chicken and Waffle. Who's from Atlanta? Help me out. I think she is. I think she is. That's insane that you're saying that and I'm laughing, and that might actually be a thing. <laughs> that could very well be a thing. Oh, my God. Chicken and Waffles from Patty LaBelle. Oh, good. I love it. But no, man, if you get a chance to go to Shula Steakhouse, oh, it's the best. Shula Steakhouse gonna, is, is world class. Yeah. You know. All right. So you've got number one, Steakhouse Don Shula. So Belly's got to be go. on the heels. Who? Bill Belichick. Number three on the list. Yep. So George Hallis. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Nicely Papa Hallis. I didn't know if he was there. Bill three or two. is 55 wins away. Oh, yeah, you know he's sticking around for it. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Uh, there's no question. There's no question. They'll be, they'll be doing a they'll be doing a, a Michael Jordan style documentary on the on the last Patriots Super Bowl in in a decade now. You have to watch this bull crap all over again. Um <clears throat> all right, let's move over to geography history, which is uh Ooh, I got good stuff for you tonight. All right, uh, Nick, I'll start you off with this question. What is the name of the famous cathedral in Red Square, Moscow? You're Catholic. That seems yeah, wheelhouse. Catholic. Wheelhouse. You know those things more than I do. The Kremlin. No. Oh, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. The Kremlin whoa, is like the whoa, Pentagon. Whoa. whoa, yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I miss. I miss. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Stop the clock. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is the name of the cathedral? Oh, man. How do I not know this? I, when I saw it, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. (laughs) Like, you saw it and had never seen it before, well, is what you're saying? Like, or you saw it, it like, I like put oh. two. I was like, I put two and two together. I was like, oh, I've heard of that. I, I didn't realize that's what that was. For the sake of time for our audience, is it called, like, Saint Somebody's yes. Cathedral? It is a Saint's Cathedral. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, so if it wasn't, I was going to save us the time and just move on. But uh, right, if it was called like Shimfonsky Franzinski, right, 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 I would know that I right. didn't know it. But if it's a saint, I might be able to. Uh, apologies to together. all Russian people listening. That was terrible. It was a very bad Russian accent. Well, I know that there is. It sounds like uh, a cooking ingredient. I'm going to add that kind of clue in there. <laughs> Somehow. Sounds like a cooking ingredient. Yeah. Oh, ba- St. Basil's. <laughs> there you go. St. Basil's. Thanks for the clue. Good one, right? Yeah, yeah. I was stuck. Because you know there's St. Petersburg, Russia, but I know it's not St. Peter's Cathedral because that's in Vatican City. So, yeah, St. Basil is not like a saint you hear a lot about. So, no. oh, that, that's, that's, that's that famous church in, in Great the, uh, yeah. Red Square, though. Yeah, we haven't had yep. that either. I'm trying to get stuff. You know, some stuff in there that's just like I I know that we haven't talked about before. We're we're going on 160 episodes of this. A lot of stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to unearth. I mean, I don't know. That sounds like more than three years to me. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> uh, let's get we'll to... We'll start replaying episode one you. next week. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> uh, bluegrass is what color? Green. Yes. <laughs> uh, I hope people say blue. Oh, please. <laughs> please. You wanted me to, didn't you? You desperately wanted me to. I did. I, 100%. <laughs> 100%. On, I wanted somebody we to the think Kentucky about Boise Derby State football team. <laughs> yes, they use blue And say blue. <laughs> I love it. That is fantastic. True or false, Boise State uses Kentucky bluegrass on their field. Get it <laughs> in there. That is That is going in. You'll see that in a few weeks. I love it. Um, all right, this is a great one. Uh, again, something we never talked about, but the backstory on this dude is unbelievable. And it's uh, they got a movie about him and all this stuff. So, <clears throat> Venezuelan assassin and international terrorist Illich Ramirez Sanchez went by what animal nickname, Nick? Uh, can you read the question one more time? Venezuelan assassin... An international terrorist, Illich Ramirez Sanchez, went by what animal nickname? Hmm. Well, I can't say that I'm familiar with this guy, so I'm sort of shooting in, in the dark here. Um. Can you think of any international assassin with a animal nickname? I could literally ask, who's the most famous international assassin with an animal nickname? <laughs> right. Right. Th th that's what I'm working on. You're, you're, you're exactly where I'm at, which is try to come up with an answer that makes sense. But... Uh, so Ramirez has nothing to do with it. I'm getting stuck on Ramirez because there was a serial killer named Ramirez, but it's not. That has nothing to do with it. This no. is an international assassin. Yeah, he is it's not different. a serial killer. This this was yeah. like the most dangerous. High, like, you didn't want this guy after you. Like, if he was hired to get you, you're gotten. I think he finally got caught taking down like two French uh, politicians. Uh, I could give you a hint. You was want, he the? You, you want a hint that's only no. for you? <laughs> well, it's only germane to you. Well, is it all right? Let me let me guess this one thing and then give me the hint. Okay. okay. Is the word viper involved? No. Okay. Go ahead. Clue. Okay. The clue is the same nickname as used in a famous Steve Martin movie. I know you are a huge fan of. Okay. So is it the same nickname as from My Blue Heaven? No. Oh, okay. I, was gonna say, I love that movie. It is a great movie. But another Steve Martin movie. That you know I'm a huge fan of? Yes. If I give you the second person that's in this movie, you will instantly know the answer to this. I'm resisting. <laughs> is, it, is there a spider involved? No. The second, ah, the second actor is British. That will trigger it, folks. 
The second actor is British. Yeah, so what's Steve Martin movie with a second actor that's British are you a big fan of? Hmm. I feel as though you stumped me all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy was in one of my favorite movies ever, which also had Demi Moore in it. Oh, I got you. So you're talking about Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Correct. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. So, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Do you remember the uh, the the whole premise of the movie? Yes, I do remember the whole premise of the movie, but I can't think of the international assassin nickname. I'm still same, same nickname. <laughs> I, I took you all the way there, toiling. and you still couldn't figure out that thing. Still Sorry. toiling over here. Um, is it some kind of a cat? Sort of more like a dog, more like a like a like a dangerous dog, mm. kind of thing. The jackal. Yes, you got it. They ever hear yeah. of Carlos that, the jackal? No, but I remembered the jackal from Thirty Rotten Scoundrels. That was <laughs> that was what I was able to get to. Go look up Carlos the jackal. That's that's the name of the guy. So he's a famous assassin uh, who's serving life in prison. He's still alive. He got caught after trying to kill two French politicians, but he had committed countless number of assassinations and uh things yeah it's a ferocious that's a ferocious name the jackal carlos the jackal yeah if somebody says hey carlos the jackal's <laughs> after you you know that's not good <laughs> that's just no. there was a lot of people who heard that and that was like the last thing that they heard so yeah no you're not gonna sleep well no that night when you find out the jackal's after you no no uh all right go for it who lost the 1962 California gubernatorial race? Gubernatorial. Yeah. It's one of two people. I'm going to say Ronald Reagan. Mm, I got gotcha. you. Richard Nixon. My One of my all-time favorite quotes comes from the 1962 California gubernatorial race. Richard Nixon. When Richard Nixon yeah. said they won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. I, 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 had, a, yes, we I, I had it down to one <laughs> or two guys. I just couldn't remember, you know. Well, it's just funny that he lost the presidential race in 1960. Yeah, and then he lost the gubernatorial race. And then he's running for California governor. He just wouldn't go away. It's just <laughs> the People are just, can you go away? Please. Persistence. Yeah, but, I mean, go away. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like you. I don't know if you figured this out yet, man, but we're not. We don't want you. You're not going to win. You keep losing things. (laughs) But he did. He eventually cheated his way to win. I mean, legitimately (laughs) won. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's, uh, you want to move on to entertainment and entertain the hell out of these people? Let's do it. All right. So, here is the first question I have for you. What left-handed guitarist played for Literal Richard's band in 1965? Jimi Hendrix? Yes. The left-handed. I didn't know it. The left-handed is it, what gave it away, but, right? Yeah, you gave you gave me it with left-handed, but yeah, I, yeah, Jimmy I did not Hendrix know that. Jimi Hendrix was Little Richard's guitar player. That's how he got his start. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. 
had no clue. How I awesome thought he got to start playing over in the UK. But. No. 1965, he was the guitar player for Little Richard's Band. Dude, Howard had the funniest thing on uh, yesterday. He was doing a uh, obituary for Little Richard. Right. And he was playing. So so uh, Little Richard's big song, Good Golly, Miss Molly. That was his first Woo! big hit, right? Yep. Well, I didn't realize this, but Pat Boone covered it. <laughs> And it was like the number one song in the country. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it was because he was like a white guy that it was so popular compared to Little Richard. And like you play the two next to each other. And it is the funniest thing because Little Richard is so much better. Yet, like Pat Boone covered it and made a fortune off of it because I guess at the time, you know, White people music was selling records, not, you know, black music. But, dude, it is. I am not seeing listen- Good Golly, Miss Molly from Pat Boone. You sure it was Pat it- Boone? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Pat Boone. Was it not Good Golly? Maybe it wasn't Good Golly, Miss Molly. Maybe. Tootie maybe Fruity. It was uh, different. That's it. Tootie Fruity. Yeah. Tootie Fruity. Can you imagine Pat Boone doing Tootie Fruity? Oh, I can because we're going to be listening to it to close the <laughs> Quizzo Trivia <laughs> podcast. I, I had to queue it up. I couldn't find it. That's what I was saying. Like, I, I'm all over this. You know, Pat Boone. And I want everybody, as soon as you're done listening to the Pat Boone version, go throw on the Little Richard version from Spotify. And you it's will like... understand uh, white privilege and racism. And that's <laughs> fine. It's. It, it's like uh, it's like an eighth grader doing a song, the Pat Boone version, and then a rock and roll legend, Hall right, of Famer, right? right. That like Prince, in a different way. What I do like about Pat Boone is he his last album he did a a series of heavy metal cover songs, but in Pat Boone style. You got to go see it. Go look Pat Boone up in Spotify. What? You will see him wearing a like ferocious leather jacket. I wonder if now because of this, uh, the way we're doing this, you can actually hear my. Uh, I didn't hear the opening. Oh, so I did not no, hear the you opening. Wouldn't, you wouldn't hear this either then if you weren't listening to the opening. But yeah, Pat Boone did. Um, oh, because Johnny Cash did that too. Yeah, but his was good. He sang like "Hurt" right. by. Uh, yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. This is not yeah. that. Uh, so <laughs> this is not good. It's called I in. Think it was, um, it's called in a Rick metal. Rubin did that? It's called in so. a metal mood. No more, Mister Nice Guy. Okay, you ready for the playlist? Pat Boone, you've got another thing coming. Smoke on the water. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Panama. No more, Mister Nice Guy. Love hurts. Enter Sandman. Holy Diver. Paradise City. The wind cries. Mary. Crazy Train. And of course. Stairway to Heaven. Wow. Yeah. Should we go out on one of those? I don't know. <laughs> or should we go out on Tutti Fruity? I feel like this is all insulting to Little, little Richard. He's like, you just told <laughs> you just told everybody that this is an insulting song. I just died. How about you play the good version and not the bad white person version? <laughs> so we'll think about it's it. It's more funny, though. The pet movie is funny. Yes, we would like to laugh, Little. <laughs> Mr. Richard. Um... Did people like tease him and call him Little Dick? Is that what it was? You got Little Dick. I'll just go with Little Richard. Uh, uh, no, it was just, he was a small. He was just small, like Prince. And I, I think 
I think he had one leg was shorter than the other. So, you know, he just got picked on. You know, he was clearly not a straight man. He and- makes a ca- <laughs> he he makes a cameo in my one of my all time favorite movies ever, and it's his cameo is so brilliant. You got to go back and watch this. Um, so Richard Dreyfus. Uh, let's see, what's the name of this movie? Um, I think it's called Down and Out in Beverly Hills. I'm almost positive it's called Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And I just, uh, um, uh, it's Richard. Pretty Dreyfus. sure I, I want to say it's Nick Nolte, but it might not be Nick Nolte. It might be the other guy that I was confused with, Nick Nolte. Uh, nope, Nick Nolte. The guy. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, what's oh, who's the guy? Gary. Gary uh, Busey. Gary Busey is, Busey, who, is yeah. who I always confuse with Nick Nolte when yeah. when they're playing a maniac. Yes. And Nick Nolte and Richard Dreyfus and Little Richard makes a cameo in Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Nick, this movie not only holds up, it is literally one of the all-time greatest comedies ever. Bette Midler's in it. Uh, where where just, can I watch it? Is it on Netflix? Uh, let's see. Uh, Hulu. Mm, you got a Hulu account, right? I do. I do. All right. Text will, me that when we're done. I will hook you up. I will Hulu you up. <laughs> looks right, like it's cool. on Amazon Prime, too, I think. So. Uh, all right. Yeah, but a lot of times they say it's on Amazon Prime and then you go there and yeah, it's on there, but you, you got to pay three ninety nine for That's it. Right, yeah, correct. Yep. 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 Bastards. Uh, Hulu, it's All right. Free I got one for you here. So that's good. I got one for you here. I, I, this was this falls under the category. I was surprised. I didn't know this when I saw it. I'm going like to ask those. you. I'm going to ask you the difficult version, not the one on the quiz. And then if you don't have it, I'll give you the clue. Uh, what was the last name of the 1981 movie character Arthur? Oh. What was the last name of the 1981 movie character Arthur? Conan Doyle. I have Doyle. a clue if you want it. Conan Doyle. <laughs> sir sir um you want the clue in the question yeah i guess i'll probably need it what composer shares his last name with a 1981 movie ca- character named arthur arthur amadeus makes, mozart I, arthur this makes me feel a little better because I, I, you know i didn't notice and i was like i was like i'm surprised i don't know this but Arthur Tchaikovsky. Arthur Handel. I'll give you a clue. It's my favorite composer. I don't know if that helps you at all, but it does it not. Is my favorite. It does not. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. After twenty years of friendship, I have never bothered learning <laughs> we don't, your favorite. We haven't composer. talked. We haven't talked classical too much classical music, music over the years. Uh, yeah. I'm going to assume you're a little outside the box, but you're still a little bit mainstream. Um, who would Nick like? <sighs> What's the uh, fucking hand? Uh, ha- ha- man. Is that Handel or Hayden or or fucking Handel? Handel? No, it's not right. There was also a horrible singer from the '80s that took this name too. Uh. What's his name? Took took his took his. Uh... Oh, are you talking about Sebastian Bach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sebastian Bach. So it's Arthur Bach. 
Arthur Bach. Bach? Bach. Bach. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. That's fantastic. So, yeah. So, I was like, composer. Wait, I've heard, heard that question about an 80s band with the same name as a composer <laughs> before. And I certainly know one that fits the bill. You know, we're in New Jersey, Nick. So, Skid Row is Jersey through and through. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. That's a good one. Um, last one of the night. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but. This just happened yesterday. Uh, who is the host of the internet show, Some Good News? Who is the host of the internet's Some Good News Network? Jamie Borgman. <laughs> uh, bracket guy. Is that not right? No, it's not right. No. You know, he called me up one night. like Bracket guy. <laughs> bracket guy called me up one night in the middle of the night looking for he's money like, i got a he's like i got a billion dollar idea of course like, all right <laughs> what is it and he's like how come on the news it's just bad news it's nothing good why don't we start a good news network oh well there you go he had this billion dollar idea about all the good stuff that people are doing and and, and have all positive things on there to you know, spread the joy. Wow! So, well, so this this guy literally the, this guy literally did that, and that's exactly what this is. <laughs> he stole bracket guys. He stole bracket guys idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you remembered that. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I remember it very much. Absolutely. Oh, um, oh, that's bummer. Bummer for bracket guy. Somebody beat him to it. Anyway, uh. So uh, I don't have any other guess. Okay. Uh, the answer is John Krasinski. Oh, from The Office? From The Office, yes. Jim from The Office hosts a Good News Network show, and all it is uh, is just good news. It's you know He has very basic graphics. His uh, wife, who's very hot. Uh, oh, Emily con- Blunt. Contributes, yes. The, the other, the other second th- favorite. He goes. Uh, <laughs> he goes. Uh, uh, and now let's go to a weather report. Emma, what's the weather? And it cuts, and Emma Watson staring out her window. Or Emma, um, Emma Stone is staring out her window, and she goes, "Looks nice out, John." He goes, "Thanks, Emma." <laughs> so it's very How long. Is this broadcast? It's very quick. The shows are very short. But here's what was amazing. Um, you know, he, he does like exactly what it would be good news stories like here's something that they're doing for here's a kid raising money here's a this here's a you know group of kids doing a dance it's it's, it's very fluffy it's very you know happy but there was a couple that got engaged and sent their video to him and the engagement was a reenactment of when jim proposed to pam on the office it was right outside a gas station he had the ring he said i just can't wait anymore i have to give this to you and they sent the video and whatever so Krasinski on this Good News Network got uh, this couple whose wedding was canceled because of coronavirus. He got himself ordained as a minister in the state of Maryland. He told them, I'm going to marry you as long as it can be right now. And then he popped up on the Zoom conference, their family, all their parents, their friends. And then he popped up the entire cast of The Office who all participated in this and reenacted The Office uh, wedding sequence from Jim and Pam's wedding. Uh, everybody from the show, Steve Carell, all live, all on their Zoom. 
So he he gave this Jeez. couple like the wedding of their dreams. Uh, you know, I love that dude. That's a, that dude's a good dude. I don't know. I'd vote for him for president. Why don't you just run for president? Wouldn't you vote for John Krasinski right now, not knowing anything about him? I'm like, the guy looks well, like, I, like, like Ryan. Like, uh, he looks like he could be Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. That's right. <laughs> I'm in. John Krasinski, Good News Network. Check it out. I mean, I don't know much about John Krasinski. He married Emily say, Blunt. <laughs> well, that, well that, that's what I was going to bring up. Like, when he married Emily Blunt, I was like, wait a second. Like, sitcom guys don't marry Emily Blunt. You know what I mean? No, but action heroes do. Like, action heroes do. Exactly. There you go. Well, I, I mean, the governor of California was Schwarzenegger. I'm just saying, this guy seems genuinely nice. The whole world loves Jim Halpert. He, he has more goodwill than any TV show character I could think of, and his wife's super hot. I'm willing to make her the first lady of the United States, Nick. John Krasinski for president 2024. Let's do it. Get it on. Uh, you got anything else for me, or do you want to call yeah, it a Yeah, I show? got you one more here before we Let's call it a week. Should we go out on Pat Boone uh, doing Tutti Frutti or Pat Boone doing heavy metal hits? Uh, we got to do crazy. We got to do Pat Boone doing Crazy Train. I think is what we have to do. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Sorry, little Richard. We'll get you in the intro next week. All right, this falls under the same thing as last time. I have a clue in the question, but I'm not going to give you the clue because I want to see what you answer before the clue. What band had the number one selling rock album of the 1980s? What band had the number one selling rock album of the 1980s? I'm going to say so Guns N' Roses. This was actually... Uh, or Metallica. This is actually the number two album of the 80s behind only Thriller. And it is neither of the two bands that you mentioned. I mean, are you counting the Eagles' greatest hits in this obscenity? No, because that's in the 70s. Okay, that's the thank, 70s. Thank God. And it's not rock and roll. I refuse to even call that rock and roll. Um, so the best-selling rock this was album? Shocking to, this was shocking to me when I saw it, Drew. I don't even think I own this album. No, I mean, there's pretty, no way I'm I'll a, get it. The, the only ones that come to mind are like Def Leppard, Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, you know, Bruce wasn't popular with album sales. This album came out in 1980 and has sold over 40 million copies. It is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Wow, if not, 19, it, it 1980. Be- okay, so that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. You got me. I, it's shocking to me how people love this band. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a great band. It would be great live. They have some all-time classic rock hits. But the idea of them being in this pantheon of best-selling albums of all time is just shocking to me. BTO? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's... I mean, the fact that you, the fact that you can't even get them is says it all. Well, give me, give you me know, something. Like, give me something on who this band is. I'll, you know, go, go with them. Well, they sort of had, a, they, they sort of had two careers because a lead singer died. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Lead singer died to Chicago. Nope. Uh, this was the first album with their second lead singer. They put out, I think, six albums with the first guy in the seventies. Uh, that he died, and then they Leonard Skinnerd. Nope. Uh, Fish covers one of their songs. We saw Fish encore 
one of their songs. Really? Okay. Uh, yes, it's actually off this album, the the song that we saw, Fish Encore. Oh boy! Now you're raising the stakes here. Uh, I mean, I've seen yep. them cover "Good Times, Bad Times" and Zeppelin, but like Zeppelin didn't have a dead lead singer. This guy's that guy's still alive. Uh, Floyd no, we, doesn't fit that. We were. Lead we were. Uh, we were definitely together when they encored this. I remember the the show specifically. There was something very memorable that occurred during that show. I mean, I could give you a clue about the show and sure. see if you can remember the encore. Sure. They also covered Katy Perry in the same show. Oh. Ooh, uh, what did they do? I can picture firework. No, no. Fishman singing, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Oh, my God. This was a long time ago, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't that long ago, man. I mean, yeah, in terms of like, okay, it was a long time ago, but. I just, I, I, All right. I, so, so, so in, in the middle of Harpua, Fish covered Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, girl and I like. It. Now, I know you've only seen Harpua one time. Yep. So that was the show. Do you remember what they encored with? No, I've seen Harpua twice. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because I saw Harpua. You saw it without me. First... I'm sorry. We've saw... only seen it together. Once. Right, right, right. That's but I meant. saw the unfinished Harpua. That was my first fish right. show. Remember? They never right. finished it, though. Uh, so we saw Harpua. I want to say, what were you, Maryland or or like nope. uh, Connecticut or Pennsylvania? Somewhere in that, that world. SPAC. SPAC. There you go. Okay, so New York. Saratoga. Sarah... Oh, what a night that was. The rain show. The ra- oh, oh, I was going to say, is that the one? Us. Oh, my God. It was the worst. I couldn't find a cigarette for my life. Well, we camped Everything out. Was... Where, did, where were we even staying that night? In the car? Oh, my gosh, dude. That was one of the... I just I just remember this, but I think you're great. One of the greatest acts of friendship in my life. You and I was set break. And the line to get a beer was like 30 minutes long. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I'm not standing in this line. And this guy walks out of the line. He had just got like two beers. Big smile on his face because he he beat he didn't wait till intermission. He got there early, and he's walking out of this beer garden. <laughs> and, and you're like, you go to the guy, I'll give you twenty bucks for those beers. And the guy's like, dude, I just waited in line for thirty minutes. And you're like, twenty bucks. And he's like, okay. And he handed me the two beers and got back in line. I was like, that was. <laughs> do you remember that? Of course I do. I was not willing to wait in that line. And we went right back to our seats. But you got one aspect of it wrong. I gave him twenty bucks a beer. I oh, gave okay. I gave him forty dollars. <laughs> you did not feel like waiting in that line no. and neither did I, was, I. I calculated that it was willing I was willing to spend forty dollars at that moment to not go through that process. I was like, I had uh, to use a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. no, it was daunt. That line was daunting. Man. Never seen like, anything like it to this day. There was day. some law where they could only sell it out of the beer garden. So literally, the entire stadium of people had to stand in a line to go into one beer garden to get to get a beer. Oh man, I just uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't remember what they covered. I really don't, and, I, and I'm having no trouble. I'm having an even worse time trying to put it together with something that I should know, which is this. 
you know, 80s best-selling His band. band. It just doesn't make sense. So uh, I guess give me the song, and then will that immediately give it away? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have anything, any other song by them that's, like, far more obscure that might not give it away? That's just... Oh, yeah. There's t- These guys have... 20 hits. I mean, it's uh, not like... It's okay. A, it's not... Okay, it's 20. Not like so this is a very, very popular band then. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll give you the... I'll read it the way that it is. The question is is worded. Ready? What Australian band had the number one selling rock album of the oh, 1980s? done. Bee Gees. It's, it's just... They're not rock, though. <laughs> it's not the Bee Gees. It's not the Bee Gees? Nope. Aren't they Australian? Are they Australian? I thought they were British. ACDC. ACDC, you got it. <laughs> I was joking with the Bee Gees. I don't know if they're Australian. Highway to hell. Wow. Never in a million years would have guessed that. And I do remember them covering that, but I don't know why. Back, yeah, back and you're, in black you're right the with name the, of the album. Yeah, Brian Johnson, the second uh, lead singer. Well, you, you got me good on that one. That was like a, a <laughs> I thorough... You. You did, yeah. It was wheelhouse, <laughs> and I couldn't every clue in the world, and I still couldn't come up with it. But that's the beauty of this thing, folks. It's uh, uh, it's unscripted. All right, I uh, one sixty one episode one sixty one is in the books. God help us with what I'm about to play for you as we leave. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. That's how it goes Millions of people Living as foes Maybe It's not too late To learn how to love And forget how to hate Mental wounds Life's a bitter shame I'm going off the rails On a crazy train I'm going off the rails On a crazy train I've listened to fools And I've watched all the dropouts Who make their own rules One person conditioned To rule and control Hey, the media sells it And we live the role Mental wounds still screaming Driving me insane. I'm going off the rails on a crazy train. I'm going off the rails on a crazy train. I know 
That's what we become Inheriting troubles I'm mentally numb Yeah, crazy I just cannot bear Cause I'm living with something That just isn't fair Train. 